What's poppin', everybody? Welcome back to what girl land? Her mother-in-law. Happy fucking Monday. Wah, wah. Just kidding. <laughs> that joke is over. It is over. <laughs> She's like it the last time we is. did it. I'm like, it's so funny because we always just make a stupid sound kind of a thing. But yeah, yeah, it's, it's whatever. Monday we're like want want. Thursday we're like yay, close to the weekend. Sorry. Welcome back, everyone. Happy fucking Monday. What are you grateful for today, Geraldine? I am grateful for grape grateful. I thought you were going to say grapes. I was like, I love, I've been I liking am, grapes too. I'm grateful, grateful for friendships, which I know I've said before, but I just. Uh, Can I show you? I almost wrote that down. Really? Yes. Oh. I should have. That, that would have been like, wow, I wrote the same thing. <clears throat> wow, I wrote the same thing. <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> Sorry, I interrupted you. Um, yeah, no, I'm just grateful for friendships. I mean, Cute. I, um, yeah, that's all. Just, you know, treasure the ones you have and uh, get rid of the ones that you don't need. Mm. You know, that's it. That's a factual. Yeah. Well, I was going to put that because tonight, actually, my friend Brenna invited me to, she works at Bridal Reflections, the store mm-hmm. for, for wedding dresses. Did I tell you this already? Yeah, you said there's a bridal show. Yeah, they're having like a little fashion show. And I'm just, it's just so cool that like my different friends in my life, I get like different opportunities. That's so awesome. Like, it's just cool that she even thought of me. Yeah, that's like, awesome. friendships are cool. Aw. So I'm so excited to go to that tonight. Yay. I'm like really excited. It's going to be my first time looking at wedding dresses at all. I haven't like looked one single little crumb so wow and she was like yeah you could like take a look around the store i was like (gasps) wow i don't know if i'm ready (laughs) but i'm excited for it that's awesome what i did end up writing because i'm trying to i'm turning it around to positive thinking did you see my instagram story yesterday (laughs) uh (laughs) she's like no so no i I mean i always click but i don't know if i you're something that you read it if it's something I got to read, I can never read it. And half the times I always have my phone on silent. So if it's volume. See, I try to put on the captions so that uh. people can see like what I'm saying on screen because I also am like usually like a silent watcher. If I'm yeah. out somewhere, I'm not going to put on the volume. Right, right, right. So I like to put on the captions because if somebody is talking, I'm going to tap through it. I'm not going to remember to go back and watch it and actually listen to what they said. But if I can sit there and read what they're saying. Okay, so what was it? Because, I mean, refresh my memory because chances are I did and I will. It was about my nails. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. And actually the volume was on. Oh. And I'm like, wow, she is getting madder and madder and madder. <laughs> and then I'm like, well, to be honest, I think they look really cute. Like I wasn't <laughs> seeing all what you saw, but I also don't go and get my nails done and I don't pay money to do my nails. So I don't. Yeah, I, I, I got it. But yeah. You know, like I got it. Like I understood. I understood. But I was like, I don't know. I think they look. I still, I still think they look cute. I just like okay. spit on myself. And I think they look cute too. But I don't think they look eighty dollars cute. I think they look like fifty dollars cute. See, and There's, I wouldn't know anything from anything. So I like usually places around here, and I put it on Instagram, and. People have said, like, that is ridiculous, like, what they were trying to charge me. 
I okay, here's the story. Well, first of all, I'm putting I put that I'm grateful for my new nails because I'm grateful for them. I'm grateful that I am able to get my nails done. I'm grateful that it's just something I can do and I'm changing it to a positive mindset. I think they're cute. So anyway, so I, I go to try a new nail place because my previous nail place, my nails had broken twice. Was it user error? Was it them? Did they change something? I don't fucking know. But I was like, if this has happened multiple times, let me just try a new place. So I go to this new place and it was recommended by m- many people. I've heard great things about it. I did hear that they were a little expensive, but I'm like, okay, it can't be that bad. So I, it's like around Valentine's Day, right? So I went to get like multiple hearts on each nail and they were like, oh, just so you know, it's going to be an extra 50. And I was just like, oh, like $50 to get my nails done, right? Because mind you, my last place, I've gotten very intricate designs and it has been max maybe 70 maybe for like, you know, I've gotten my polar bear, candy canes, French on one nail. Like I've gotten a lot done. And I was like, oh, like 50, right? For little tiny dot hearts. They're like, no, like 50 extra. So like 90 total. I was like, for little hearts on my nails, $95 with the tip. Really? I'm like, okay, how about if we just do one? They're like, oh, an extra 30. I'm like an extra, and people were DMing me. They're like, oh, my charge, my place just charges extra five bucks for any design. I was like, they want to charge me an extra $50 for little hearts. That's like intricate ass designs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I ended up just going with one little heart on each nail. I'm like, that's fine. I don't want to leave here with just plain ass nails. So let me just get a little something. And I was like, and I'll just learn my lesson and, you know, not go there. But and then I was like, well, at least I am p- paying for like, you know, better. I'm at like a h- more higher rated place, whatever. And then I, so I just paid and ran. And then I got in the car and some of my, <laughs> some of my hearts look like Mickey Mouse ears. Some of them look like big giant ass hearts that are like not fully filled in like a five-year-old drew it on a piece of paper. And I'm like, whatever. And at first I was like, people were like, you need to go back in there. Like, if you paid less, sure, but like you paid a lot of money for like wonky hearts. And I sent them to Zane. He was like, those hearts are so wonky. <laughs> I was like, if he noticed. So I couldn't though. I could I could not have the balls to go back in there, nor did I have the time. So I was like, I'm just going to deal with them. And now that I've sat with them for a little while, I'm like, they're cute. They're not worth how much I paid, but they're cute. Like it's fine. But so I'm changing my mindset around. I'm grateful for my new nails. I think they're cute. Just don't look up close. Just look from far away. <laughs> okay. I like how you did the switcheroo. That's right? nice. Yeah, because I did see that you were I I, I was a- listening to you and then you got like and you're like, <laughs> and now that I sat here even longer, and I'm like, ooh, <laughs> they did her dirty, man. She's pissed off. You know what somebody DM'd me, which I don't know if maybe you'll agree with, but I thought it was a good point. They're like, especially when you're going to a new place, you shouldn't have worn your ring. Why? Like I shouldn't have worn my ring because they saw a big nice ring and were gonna charge me more. Because I actually was laughing because somebody that I guess lives on Long Island sent me a message about my nails and was like, "You should try da 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 da." Like they're reasonably priced. Da da. I was like, "That's where I went." Like somebody said, she was like, "No way!" Like they've never charged me that much. So I don't know what it was. Maybe because I said it was my first time there. So they upcharge me. Maybe inflation and they just want to make more money because their products cost more. I don't know what it could be. But I thought that that was an interesting take. Huh. I like almost want to do like social experiment. 
you know, like on what would you do when they do it? They do like a few different times with different races, different genders. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I was like, I wonder if I went in there and asked for the same exact design without my ring on, if that would have made a difference. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. You should have somebody do it. I know, right? Out mm-hmm. of curiosity. Mm-hmm. That's fucked up, though, if it's... that's. I don't want to think that, but I just thought it was an interesting... Like... Mm-hmm. An interesting thought. Huh. But, I don't know. I, people have told me that they were expensive, so I think... It, I don't think it was that, but I just thought that that was an interesting thing. Wow. Yeah. So that's my scenario that happened yesterday. It's kind of like the reverse of like what happens to me when I go into like big store, like like the Michael Kors store and they follow me around like I'm a dirty thief. <laughs> mm. So I guess it's kind of like the reverse of that. They're like, oh, damn, she's got a rock. Let me charge her more. You're like, if I you went know? up in there like dressed up, you with know, my hair all done, like with a Michael Kors purse on me, would they treat me differently? Yeah. Yeah. Even Sephora. Ulta, I can go to Ulta anytime, no problem. Sephora, they're, sorry if any of you guys work at Sephora, <laughs> but every single time I wa- walk in Sephora, walk into, am I saying it right? Sephora, right? Yeah. <laughs> they, they, I'm invisible to them. Like I've gone in with Aaliyah and they'll take, because I'm not wearing a face full of makeup. So they're like, I'm not going to bother wasting my time. Fuck you. I'm here trying to buy gift certificates. You know what I'm saying? Gifts, like, yeah. fuck off. Yeah. Fuck off. I've had at Sephora where I felt like they were following me around. Really? Like I was going to steal something, which it's fine. Like I'm sure people steal all the time because it's little products that are really expensive. So it's easy, I guess, for people to just shove it in their bag or their pocket, you mm-hmm. know? But I have felt like, I was getting followed around. I don't know if they were trying to like talk to me to sell me something or if they thought that I was going to steal because I looked like maybe I couldn't afford it. I don't know. But I've mm. fe- I've felt that before. But I've seen so many stories like that where at like um, car dealerships, like they'll judge someone that they can't afford something. And then once they see like their credit score or whatever they can afford, then they like treat them differently. That's so like, They horrible. don't take them seriously until yeah. they see like their bank account. I hate society. David Dobrik has talked about, you know who David Dobrik yeah. is? He's huge. He's like probably, he's a millionaire. Mm-hmm. And he said, he has told a story at a car dealership. And then once, I don't know if he actually left the car dealership after if he ended up buying one, but once they realized like who he was and how much money he made, they treated him differently. Like, yeah. Because no, he, dre- he just dresses somewhere like... somewhere else. Yeah. Fuck you. Because he just dressed like a normal, like, black shirt, black jeans and vans. You know, he wasn't, like, in a suit, I guess. And it and he looked young. Yeah. yeah. That's why I can't stand people I've, who, like, judge like that. That's I horrible. Know. Such a horrible way to be. Yeah. I know. Such a horrible way to be. But, yeah, Aaliyah, every single time she goes into Ardine, she don't even like going, going in there anymore, but she always gets, like... Like, Ardine is that clothing store, right? Yeah. What but happened there? She always, they always make her feel like she's like uh, thieving. Really? Yeah. <laughs> they always follow her around. Yeah, not fuck that. Yeah. Goodbye. And I'm like, wow. Won't be back. Thank you so, so much. So in fact, she don't even like going in there anymore. I'll be like, Aaliyah, but it's affordable clothing. Let's, you know. Mm. Anybody, if I see it, I'll fucking go up and say something. You know, yeah. you know me. Don't fuck with my kids. I'm not fucking stealing your cheap ass right. clothes. Like, right. go so, away. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, Yeah. But yeah, that's it. That's it? Yeah. Okay. The legends are true. Overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! 
The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. This episode is brought to you by CarMax. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because CarMax believes you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car they sell has CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Start shopping now at CarMax.com. You okay today? I'm off. I've yeah. been off. Yeah. Something happened in my personal life, but. Okay. Yeah. It just. uh I can tell. Uh, yeah. I mean. If you don't want to talk about it. You don't talk about no, it. it's um just something with ever, you know, uh, doing something really stupid that it's not a big deal, but he didn't think he needed to share it with me. Mm. And you know how I am like that. If you fail to tell me something. I feel like it's you're like lying to me. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, when I confronted him about it and we talked about it, it was, well, I thought you'd get mad. And those are the exact same words that stupid used to work with me. Work. I mean, used, used to tell me. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah. So it just triggered a lot of emotions. Yeah. I'm sorry. I could tell you were off. But that's it. I'm sorry. That's okay. Because it really is not a big deal at all. It's just, you know. Well, it's definitely bothering you, I can tell. Yeah, well, it's just because I'm a little bitch. Uh, A lot of things bother me. Your feelings are valid. (laughs) You know, a lot of things bother me. I just need to get over my shit is what I need to do. Mm. And um, I don't know what I just pressed, but no, I don't know where I am. Oh, okay. Um. I think you need some sunshine in your life. I think this I don't is know the, what this I is, need. This is like um, winter depression time of year. Yeah, like February. Yeah, and it's February first. It's Damn, just like a lot more days to go. Yeah, it's like after Christmas. Then it's like January's like. Kind of exciting because it's the first month of the year, New Year's, you know, and then it gets to February and you're like, can this shit just be fucking over? Yeah. Like, why is our birthdays in February? It's like the worst month. Yeah, I agree. The worst month. I mean, not really because we were born in it, but yeah. Damn straight. Let's hear other people's problems. (laughs) Okay. Do you want me to read the first one? Sure. Okay. Please hold. I'm drinking a smoothie. Um... Oh, maybe I won't mention anything yet. Okay. We'll talk about it next time. Or maybe we will, you guys. Well, we kind of mentioned it last time. We're having we're doing um our merch photo shoot today, so get excited. I don't know like the timeline. That's why I'm like, I don't know if I should say it. But bear with us. But um yeah, we're doing that today and I'm really excited. It's a whole fucking ten tier upgrade up from our <laughs> previous and I'm really, really, really excited about it. So that's what we got going on today. So I Woke up and I got ready today. I'm very excited. 
Yay. All right. We're going to do some advice. It's been a hot minute. Um, this one says urgent. <laughs> and it was a few, a few months ago. We must have missed this one, but it's okay. We're still going to give it to you. I'm sure you can still use it anyway. Okay. Hi, ladies. Uh, actually, it says advice, please. Boyfriend slash mental health. I've been a longtime listener since day one, and I've watched Alyssa for years. I absolutely love listening to old episodes when I'm all caught up on the most recent during my one hour drive to work in the mornings. Thank you. This is actually my first email I'm ever sending in. And like everyone always says, I'm sorry in advance for the long email, but I could really use some advice because I feel like I'm at a dead end here. So a little backstory about my boyfriend and I. We've been together since September 3rd of 2021 and still live separately with our parents. I am 21 and I come from a very big go with the flow family. And of course, I am the type of person that needs to know the schedule. Like, when do I need to be there so I can arrive 10 minutes early? I always need to be prepared. Let's just say I am not like them. My boyfriend, 22, comes from a strict, structured, always needs to be doing something family. He did every sport under the sun growing up to always keep him on a schedule and busy and always and he finally found in high school that running track and cross country was what he loved. He fell off of the running streak after high school and is beating himself up for not keeping in shape during college. He is working towards a career as a police officer and is struggling to get back into running and working out. One thing you should know is he struggles with OCD, anxiety, and depression. He overthinks every possible outcome of a situation and exhausts himself mentally to the point where he has trouble sleeping and everything is just worse the next day. He has weekly therapy appointments and is very on top of all of his doctors and what he needs to be doing to help himself or at least what he or at least he used to. He is still on top of appointments, but I guess he has stopped journaling, running, working out in general, and I'm and just talking about everything. He feels that talking to me about what is go he's going through is not going to help anything because I am not in his brain. I too suffer from anxiety and depression, but it's not as bad on a daily basis. I'm very empath I'm a very empathetic person and putting myself in someone else's shoes is very easy for me, which he also does not understand. Back in December, so like December um 2021, I was in a very bad place and could not find the motivation to lose some weight I had put on since COVID started. It caused me to push him away a bit, but he put his foot down and he pushed me to lose the weight. We walked together pretty much every day after work. I lost about 50 pounds just by walking and cutting down food portions and starting HelloFresh thanks to Alyssa. Oh, yay! Now, the past couple weeks, he has stopped working and is waiting on training for a new job to start at the end of this month, which will give him some more career opportunities than his previous job. Like I said before, he is someone who always needs to be doing something, so being home the last couple of weeks is basically killing him. I feel like I've tried everything and have no idea what to do to get him out of this. He is constantly saying he's bored, and this happened last winter, and he turned everything on to me, saying I wasn't coming up with fun things for us to do, but he would always shoot down every idea that I brought up something to do. I guess I am just looking for different ways to get him back into running and journaling with me and just some fun things to go out and do together outside of the house. We are foodies and love more simple things rather than just going out for a full day of activities. Our usual day day date is going out to the outlets and doing some shopping and finding a new place to go sit and eat. But right now with him not working, shopping is not the best option. 
Oh my gosh, this is long, but I hope that I gave you guys enough info. We are from Northern Jersey. Thank you, ladies, for everything you do, and I can't wait to write in more. Okay, love you. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. And then she put some pictures of them, too. Duh. So cute. Um, okay. Here's my thoughts. So you want him to get back into running and journaling and just his normal activities that make him feel good. Um, I think that you need to just start doing it with him. Like, come on, we're going for a run. Or like, let's go sit down and journal. Or maybe take him to a coffee shop to journal instead of sitting at home so that you're at least out somewhere like Panera or a coffee shop or something like that. Um, and then maybe like a new environment for running. So maybe, I don't know, I'm trying to think. Um, it's freezing right now because you're in Jersey. But maybe like a new fitness class. Like I know Orange Theory does a lot of running. So maybe that will like maybe spark a new passion for him. If you guys, if you want to like sign up for a trial for the both of you. Just try like new different things like that that can incorporate his likes. Um... I'm trying to think of activities that they can do. Jerry? Well, I was thinking just like um, when she had gained weight and he had helped her just yeah. by walking to lose it. Yeah. I think she should use that as like, hey, you know, you were there for me when I was at my spot right. and we did it together. Like, I want to be there for you. Right. Let's do this together. I think, um, not saying that she probably hasn't already said that, but... Right. Um, excuse me i think um you know like hey we did it for me we could also do it for you might hit a certain way with him you mm -hmm. know um also because i know i struggle <laughs> like i'm i like to help everybody achieve their goals and do things for themselves but i don't also want the attention to have people help me um so i don't know if that's how he normally is but maybe he doesn't want the attention and maybe leaving him little notes of letting him know that you're there rather than like a big like, come on, let's go do this. Because mm -hmm. I know when, like even you, when you were like, oh, I'll just come to your house. I'm like, like a turtle. I'm like, no, please don't. Mm -hmm. You know, so I think like if that's how his reaction is, then maybe just uh, I just want to let you know I'm here for you kind of thing. And when you're ready, I'll be by your side is also a very helpful thing to do. So I guess if you know him and could figure out if he needs the, a big cheerleader, like, come on, let's go do this. We got this. Let's start running. Or whether he just needs to know, you know, like you're there, but maybe a little quieter. Like, I don't know, because people react differently. Um, but it I think... It hurt to try both approaches. Yeah, yeah. I think I think um, something like that. And like Liz said, you know, even if you join a gym or do an Orange Theory class or something, but doing it with him, I think is... Um, really beneficial because he was there on your journey. And I think pointing that out, like reminding him of, hey, I'm where I am because you were there for me, I think might sit a certain way with him. I also think that um, a conversation needs to be had about him not feeling like he can speak to you. I don't think that that's you know what I mean? Like he said, oh, because you're not in my shoes. Like you don't have to be in somebody's shoes to be able to 
talk with them and give them advice or just be able to have them be heard. And I think that he needs to understand that you are his partner. You're his his other half. Like he should want to talk about these things with you and it would make him feel better. So I think maybe um, a just a, a, a therapy session, even just one uh, with a mediator so that maybe they can give him a different perspective to understand that you want him to talk to you and you've been through anxiety and depression and you know how he's feeling and maybe you don't walk exactly in his shoes. Nobody else, nobody walks exactly in somebody else's shoes, but you are his partner and you can still be there for him and listen to him and, you know, at least let him get things off of his chest. It would make him feel better. Mm-hmm. So I think that that is also like a core issue that needs to be um, figured out because if he's just going to sit with his own thoughts, it's never going to get better. He needs to talk to you, talk to a therapist. You said he stopped going to therapy. So I think maybe just one session for a couple's therapist just to give him another perspective so that he can start opening up to you more so that you can help him on a daily basis get through what he's going through. Sounds sounds wonderful. Yeah, that's what I would do if he's hopefully open to it, you know? Good luck. Okay. Well, we also know that that was urgent and we're a little behind, so. I, sh- I feel like that can still. Send us an update. Apply, though, if he is still, you know, like feeling that way. Oh, yeah, or, yeah. yeah. But please give us an update. Let us know how he's doing mm-hmm. and how you both are doing and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I got my sister-in-law on birth control without my mother-in-law knowing. Uh-oh. Mm. That's like me getting a Leah on birth control without telling mm. you. Nar, nar. <laughs> oh, nar. <laughs> Hello, lovely ladies. Or Zane, if he's filling in for less. Uh, this isn't the first time I've written in and probably won't be the last. I'm the girl whose box spring fell on the floor and the girl who had a vehicle spoke s- stolen from her apartment. Oh, my God. I remember you. Um, I should still send in the rest of the story. Oh, about the car. Okay, sorry. Uh, I had to give you some context. Anyway, for... Anyways, my sister-in-law is 12 years younger than my husband and I. We're 28 and she's 16. She, at the time of this email, has been with this new guy for a month who she met on Snapchat. At first, I thought, what the hell is she doing meeting some guy on Snapchat? But I realized she liked him. And so I arranged a time to hang out with her and him to get to know him. She seems to really like him more than others in the past, so I wanted to be a good sister-in-law and show my support for their relationship. He's 18 years old, just to mention. Uh, Well, one day I was working and I had a gut feeling that I needed to ask my sister-in-law if she was getting intimate with him, and to my surprise, she said yes. That literally the night before they had. She was safe and she used protection. I asked if she thought Sorry, hold on, eyes. I asked if she wanted to be on birth control, and she said yes. I called my husband and asked what he thought, and at first he wasn't thrilled to think of his little sister having sex, but he was, sorry, but he was like, I think if she feels comfortable enough to ask you to get on it, then I think we should. I had no idea how to go about getting her on birth control without parental permission. Well, luckily, Google is amazing, and many websites and apps will let you get birth control discreetly mailed to you without parental permission by paying out of pocket for it. So we did that, and I had it sent to my house, so we have... 
so we have to do a little arranging to give it to her. But I'm still not sure if I did the right thing or not. But I guess I would rather know she's having double protected than with plastic wrap or something. <laughs> double bag in it. Uh, we also had a pregnancy scare. We also just had a pregnancy scare because they thought something happened the first time. Um, but we've taken several tests and monitored her since symptoms and she isn't. Do you, do you ladies think I did the right thing? I should mention that she doesn't have the best relationship with either of her parents and she doesn't feel comfortable asking them about sex or protection. They also have never had the sex talk, sex talk with her. I had the conversation with her and I had the conversation with her and I had the conversation about the her period and how it works and how ovulation works. I even showed her how, how to use a condom. LMAO. Okay. So do I think you did the right thing? I personally wouldn't. I think it's overstepping a boundary. That's just my opinion. I'm putting myself in the shoes of me, you, and Aaliyah. And I definitely would not uh, do that. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples, free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home too. Shop Blinds.com now and save 40% site-wide. 40% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Yeah, because I think um, if I did, it would have been a conversation had with you. Like, can I yes. help Aaliyah? That's are you OK with me arranging something? You know, I want her to be safe. I would never, ever, ever do it without saying right. anything to you. And that's exactly what I was just going to say. I think if you did it for Aaliyah without any conversation being had, I think I'd be like, but like really upset. I think either... If Aaliyah went to you, you could have said... Like to confide in me? Yeah. I would just tell her I don't like, feel comfortable without talking to your mother about this. Like, hey, Lee, either you need to go talk to your mother, we can go talk to your mother, or let me talk to your mother. Like, either one of those things. Because if you came to me and said, listen, Aaliyah thinks she's ready to have sex and da 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 then I'd be like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. But of course, I would want my daughter protected. Right. So, but um, also... I think the age makes a difference too. She said she's 16. Like, also, though, even if Aaliyah was 18, I'm like, that is a legal adult. So, like, technically, you know what I mean? But I still would feel weird about it. Yeah. But maybe if she was away at college on her own, like, list, I need you to help me out, then maybe I feel like that would be a different scenario. She's living on her own. She's 18. You know what I mean? But definitely, like, 16 years old living in your home, absolutely not. Yeah. So. I don't know if you necessarily overstepped because I understand that you are trying to help did it with good intention. But yeah. I think there should have been a conversation had with the parents either through you or if you didn't want to speak to them and say, hey, I'm letting you know she's reaching out to me. 
um, then you should have said to her, I think you need to go speak to them. Like, mm-hmm. I'll help you, but I think mm-hmm. you need to go be honest with your parents. I also think that, like, again, I agree. Like, you were definitely going in with the right intentions, but you asked if she was having sex and asked if she wanted to get on birth control, and then she said yes. It's not like she reached out to you and you were put in this weird predicament. You kind of, like, reached out to her to see if you can do it. And I think that even makes it different of, like, hey, mom, like, she asked me, you know, like, to help her out versus, like, I asked her and want to put her on it. And she said, yes, like you brought the idea up to her. I feel like that also makes a difference too. Like you said, if Aaliyah came to me and was like, listen, I need some help versus like me kind of like seeking it out. I don't know. No, I think, I think if you were seeking it out, maybe she wasn't comfortable enough to open up and like outright say it. But I think if you're like seeing signs and reading the room, so to speak, and you're like, maybe that girl was like, oh, thank God you asked me. Yes, I want protection. You know, like maybe she was just feeling a certain... (coughs) Excuse me, guys. Sorry. Um, Maybe just feeling... uh, Maybe she was too embarrassed or shy, you yeah. know. Like I remember being of a like going to my condoms. Right. It was like the most embarrassing thing in the world the <laughs> yeah. first time, you know. Yeah. But then it's like n- not a big deal. So I think it could have been like she's never had a discussion with her parents. She, you know, they never talked to her about birds and the bees, about sex, about periods, about nothing. Yeah. So and I think that this twelve year older sister-in-law has had those conversations so i think she feels comfortable a, a, a more a little bit more comfortable being able to say hey are you having sex because she feels like she's had that connection for all those years like through yeah. the period how to put a condom on you know all that stuff so well she said she doesn't have the best relationship with either of her parents doesn't feel comfortable talking to them about any of it and she's never had the sex talk with them yeah so i think you bringing it up allowed her to be honest and say it but i definitely think like Alyssa had said and i agreed with i think you should have then went to the parents and just said i just want to let you know she's come to me yeah yeah i agree but i don't think that you're like a horrible bad person you did the awfully like wrongest thing ever i think you have great intentions you're trying to help her out Mm -hmm. i just definitely think that the parents should know because that is like if you're getting, you, they said the pill, right? Birth control discreetly. I would assume it's the pill. Like that can fuck with your hormones. Like it's also like a health thing, right? Like then she should be going to the gyno and getting checked up on. So it's like a whole other thing that the parents should know for her health. You know? Mm-hmm. Like make sure everything's going well. Like she can't just be popping birth control and not going to the doctor. Right. Yeah. So I think for health reasons and just like respect reasons, I think that the parents should know. Yes. Okay. Hi, listen, Jerry. I just wanted to say that I love you guys. Thank you for being amazing, kind people. Sometimes your podcast really does help me get through the day. I've also started doing my gratefuls every day after having you guys say them. I realize that sometimes we don't appreciate things enough. So true. Um. Now, I'll try to make this short, but 2021 was a really a very hard year for me. My parents have been divorced for about 13 years now, and I'm 24. In summer of 2021, my uncle called a family meeting, and we found out something that was painful and disgusting. My sperm donor, as I call him now, my dad, 
sexually assaulted my cousin when she was 10. She's now 30, but said that she decided to not say anything as she didn't want to ruin a family. And I am in no one, and I'm no one to judge someone for when they decide to speak up. Upon learning this, my 22-year-old sister came out and said she was also sexually assaulted by him. (sighs) Jesus Christ. When my parents divorced, my sisters, I have five total, the three small ones would go with him every other weekend, and the sexual assault began when she was very young, not sure the age, she hasn't opened up about it, and refuses to speak up, and she always says that she wanted to protect my other two sisters and make sure nothing happened to them. I was pregnant at the time, and we were that we were told this and so i completely blanked out and ignored my feelings as i couldn't affect my baby and having nearly all my older sisters all my other sisters and mom be torn apart i had to remain strong now one year later i am really going through it and processing all of this information i am lost the fact that someone that that close was capable of doing that is disgusting if you're wondering yes law enforcement was notified but the case was lost as there wasn't enough evidence on my cousin's side and my sister didn't want law involved as she was all over this over all of this and is focused on healing on her own i don't know how to move on from this traumatic event as there's so many versions of him to process he wasn't the best husband but he was always a good dad and it's almost as if i'm mourning someone who isn't dead Sorry if this was so long. Hmm. Should I have given a trigger warning? It said it in the in the thing, but I didn't read it. Hmm. Okay, well, if you don't want to hear anything else about this, then I guess skip. Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Wowzer. I think you have to mourn him as if he's dead. Yeah. That's, that's the best that you can do. Which is so like morbid and horrible, but at the same time, it's kind of like all you, that you can do. The person that you thought he was, the person that like he That's was always dead. a good dad, like that person is gone. Like, right. You know, like, That's, like That's what you have to mourn. And um, I don't know. I don't know how I would ever be able to look at someone or think about somebody in the same light knowing that they did this. You know, or even wanting to. Like, if this was my dad who did something like this, like, I would never want to see, think, talk, look, anything to him at all. I would be so disgusted by his actions. Same. And I wouldn't want to do anything. Like, I would, he would be dead to me. Yep. You know, so I think your feelings of, like, mourning somebody, I think that's absolutely right. I think you need to just, I I, I don't think there's any... I don't think there's any room for an apology and and forgiveness because this is something that um, your sisters and your cousins, it'll be with them for the rest of their life. I don't think that, yeah, I don't think it's anything that I could ever get over or forgive or even accept an apology from. So I don't know. To me personally, he would be dead to me and there would be zero communication from here on out. Also, like, do it for your sister, too. Like, your sister said she's over it and she's trying to heal and move on. She doesn't want... You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, do it for her. Like, mm-hmm. put yourself in her position and be like, I'm doing this for my sisters. He's dead to us. Let's move on. Like, I... I, She's wanting to get... Like, she's almost wishing that law enforcement was involved. But like her sister's like... You have to like, respect what your sister right. wants. So it's like, yeah, but exactly like Liz said, you have to... 
you know, your sister was the one who was the the victim. victim. And if she is just like, please, I just want to like, I don't don't want anything from 20 years ago. It's like, she spent the last 20 years trying to heal. And now that it's being brought up again, like, like, no, stop, stop, stop. She's like, literally like, please stop, 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 stop. Absolutely. Like, I agree. Like, like, just let it, not let it go. I mean, that's horrible because he should be charged and should pay the consequences. But, you know, um, not at the expense of now your sister again. Be, like, like she was already hashing a whole traumatic experience. Yeah. Like she doesn't need that right yeah, now. I agree. That's horrible. And I'm so sorry for you, your sisters, your cousins. Like yeah. that's just very, and your mom. Like that's horrible. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. I'm so sorry for you all. Okay. Breakup advice. Um, Hello, I'm not really sure what I'm looking for. For Maybe just some wise words. Maybe someone to tell me I'm crazy and need to get back with him. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, if you do recall, around April or May, I sent in an email asking if asking y'all if I was crazy for breaking up with my boyfriend after he cheated on me several different times with several different women. But I was feeling like I would be this terrible person if I broke up with him. Well, then I sent a follow-up email saying I broke up with him. Well... Three weeks later, mid-May, I got back with him. Everything was going good. He's had no more problems with me going on his phone. I wanted to take a picture or look or look up something real quick. Here we are at the end of November, and I've broke up with him again. Every single argument since we got together has included so much name-calling and calling my mom, like, what are we, 15? <laughs> I brought him up to my family. I brought him to my family Thanksgiving, three hours away from where we lived. And on the way back, it was nonstop calling me a bitch, a piece of shit, a pussy, an R word, uh, the R word, etc. Then starts looking at other girls' Facebook profiles, throws my car into neutral while I'm driving down the ho- highway because he had to pee. And then says, I'm the reason women get beat up. What the fuck is going on? And he would have beat me had he known I was going to break up with him. Less than 12 hours after all of this, he's begging for me back. How do I just forget all about this and not take any of it to heart? Three hours of name calling and all I responded was with, oh, with was, okay, every time. Sorry for the long email. I've got so many thoughts going in my head and I love you both. You don't forget about all of this and you throw him in the trash. I'm sorry. What? There's no, no, sorry. Sorry, not sorry. I'm going to be harsh. Please do not fucking go back with this man. Are you out of your mind? He is going to be physically abusive. Like you're the kind of woman that gets beat up. Like. Absolutely not. If you go back horrible. with him, I will be so disappointed in you. Yeah. Do not put yourself in danger. I, um, yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. I mean, that's horrible. It's horrible to, you know, I was having a conversation, ironically, with Ever the other day um, about how women or how people, I don't want to make this a gender Mm -hmm. thing, but how people will stay in and keep going back to. And I'm like, wait, I was that. I stayed in and went back to, I I was in a physically abusive relationship and I kept going back. He would apologize. I'm so sorry. I'd never do it again. I'd go back. And I believed him every time. It's like, I was so desperate to make it work that I 
didn't even like really sit down to think like, hey, this is like really fucked up what he's doing to me. And then like with my next, very next relationship, it was the same thing, but not physical. He was just- Mental. Um, yeah, and a cheater. But after each time it was the same thing. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. And I, I would take him back every time. And it was like, why did I think so little of myself yeah. to keep going back to these men? Yeah. So my advice to you is love yourself first. Think about how you would feel if somebody who you loved, if you have a sister, a best friend, your mother, if you saw them in a relationship like this, that was, you're you're a bitch, you're a piece of shit, you're this, you're that, for three hours, nonstop, you're the reason why women get beat up. Think if you'd want your loved one. Think if you had a daughter. In that situation. If you had a daughter that was being treated like this. Like, hell You're no. setting an example. Like, your relationship is setting an example for your children. Right. Now, I don't even know if you have any, but is that what you would want to show them? Yeah. Well, that's why I, I, that's why I even said a sister, a friend, a mother, yeah. somebody. Somebody who you love. If yeah. you saw them in your relationship with a man like your man, what advice would you give them? Yeah. Because I'm sure you wouldn't be like, oh, yes, take them back exactly. in a hurry. You know, like, yay, let's go celebrate their abuse to you. Like, give yourself... That love and that respect, get get out of it. There's like a billion, trillion different kind of fish in the sea, you know? Like, don't settle. Don't think that you're worthy of the uh, the uh, the verbal, the mental, the potentially physical abuse that he's threatening now. Like, don't, don't settle for that. Don't think that that's what your worth is and that's all you can get and that's what you deserve because... There's so that's such bullshit. Many men yeah. in the world. Yeah. So many. Yeah. I'm so sorry for you. He is not the only one. I'm he's, so sorry. Yeah. I'm I'm really sorry for you. And like, yeah, just move on. Don't don't take his I'm sorry's. If he was sorry, you know, you, you say you're sorry. When people apologize, this is something that I'm a really big believer in. If you make a mistake. And you say, I'm sorry. You're supposed to learn from that mistake. And sure, maybe you'll fuck up a second time. You know, like if you're drawing outside the lines. Yeah, oh, damn, I messed up. Let me try again. And you mess up again. But if you continually are drawing outside the lines, you know it's intentional. You know they don't value you. Yeah. You know, so they tell you the words you want to hear to let let them back in that relationship. And they Go back to the same abuse. Like, do not allow it. You got to put your foot down and think a little more of yourself. And yeah, just onward and upward, girlfriend. He sounds like a whole lot of garbage can. What I was trying to say, what's the things you rent for your house? A dumpster. He's a dumpster. He is a dumpster. That's where he Mm. belongs. So I hope that you realize that because that is not acceptable behavior at all. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Today's specials are brought to you by Fancy Feast. From impeccable pâtés to silky broths to chef-inspired creations, 
A memorable mealtime experience is always on the menu for your cat. Learn more at FancyFeast.com. Uh, this one is all you. Ooh. Yeah, it's kind of sad. I feel like we did a lot of sad emails. Should we close out on a happy one? We could. I, I do want to read this, though, because she obviously needs the help or advice. But it says advice on go losing a close loved one. Hey, listen, Jerry, I know I'm, uh, this is a pretty off topic for the podcast and kind of more leaning towards advice. I'm kind of more leaning towards yeah. advice from Jerry, but my mom passed away Saturday morning. Uh, November 26, 22, and I've really fallen downhill. I was wondering if on your next podcast you could open up some advice on how to get over the death of a close close loved one. My mom was literally my best friend, and I feel so lost without her. I just feel like there's nothing left for me here. We literally would hang out every single day. Thank you if you do. I would really appreciate the advice. It would help a ton to hear from you guys. Your guys' opinions. Sorry. Um. Wow. My mother passed away November 27th. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, I feel so terribly bad for you because I obviously have been through it and it's extremely hard and I'm still not over it. I cry for my mom. I don't think think you'll ever get over it. No, you can't. And don't force yourself. Be like, I have to get ready. I have to get uh, better. I have to get better. I have to get better. Like don't force yourself. Everybody goes through their own um, healing process, their own grieving process. And don't let anybody tell you to get over it. You need to move on. You need to stop thinking. You need to do it at your own pace and you need to honor how you feel about it. Um, I think we talked about this on a podcast recently, haven't we? Remember we were like, oh, like to honor your mom, we were like, oh, wear her shirt, put her picture up, do things that she enjoyed. Like, remember, didn't we talk about this? Yeah. Yeah. I just think that like you need to do what makes you feel good. So if it's sitting in your bed crying with your face in a pillow, that's what you do. If it's, you know, honoring her in a way of going to her favorite park or whatever, her favorite, wearing her favorite scent, however you feel you need to honor and be close to, I think is how you need to do. I think um, allowing yourself to grieve and not feel bad for it is really important because I think a lot of people like, just like Alyssa said, like, oh, you need to get over it or like, I feel like that's Quickly, anything in like, life, anything like sad or depressing. It's like your automatic reaction as a human is like, I got to get over this. I got to get over this. Yeah, no. And you don't. You don't you need just to feel? get over it and allow yourself to go through the motions yeah. and allow yourself to feel and um, give yourself the grace, you know, allow yourself. I mean, this is a major, major thing. And my mom has is gone 25 years and I cry over her. At least once a week, <laughs> at least. It, sometimes I, every day I'm crying to her and I'm talking to her and stuff like that. There is never a day that goes by that I don't think about my mother. And I think um, what made me, what helped me was I spoke to a psychic. I noticed, um, I I knew from talking with her um, that I, I was able to get some closure. Uh, also... Cherishing the memories, bringing up the good memories made me feel good. Like, 
every single little thing my mother ever did for me, I remember and like as if it was yesterday, but I think saying them, talking about her in a good light, like sure, mourn the loss, feel the the empty that she's physically not with you, but keep the memories alive. Keep those memories in your minds, like talk about her often. I don't know if you have siblings or who else you have, but talk about her. Go, you know, if you don't have big family, go to work, talk about your mom. My mom was this and she was great at that or she made me feel this way. Keep her alive, her memories, like keep her alive through all that, you know, and in your heart, you know, you're not supposed to just forget. It's not like an out of sight, out of mind yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. And I think just honor your true feelings. Yep. Don't let anybody tell you differently. Damn straight. You know, I'm really sorry for you. Me too. Okay, friendship advice. Hello, beautiful ladies. I want to start out by saying that I love listening to you guys. It makes my day. I feel like I'm talking to my friends. Uh, Jerry, you're so beautiful inside out. Don't worry. I cry like a little bitch when you cry because I'm very emotional, LOL. <laughs> Alyssa, I've been watching for years. I literally jumped up when I saw that you and Zane were getting married. Anyways, on to, me, on to my advice. This girl I used to be best friends with stopped being best friends about two-ish years ago, and she didn't really tell me why until six months after it happened. I don't know if I was in the wrong here or if we were just young and dumb and in my host stage, as I called it, LOL, because I'm not going to lie. Anyways, there was a couple of times uh, we showed interest in the same guys and we slept with them at separate times. So like we had to sleep with the same we had slept with the same dudes, the same taste in men for the most part. I didn't think that it was that big of a deal because she was snapping, like Snapchatting, 10 plus dudes. I guess she did think it was a big deal. She told the man that we both slept with, made her really upset. The last person that made her hurt the most was her best friend, guy friend. It happened at a Friendsgiving and she literally pushed us to hook up. We had been drinking, so it was... It was all right. But then I later found out when she told me over text about how she felt about everything. I don't know. She just said I took her guys, but they were never talking on a serious note, in my opinion. If you're seriously talking to someone, you stop talking to all the other guys or say, I really like this dude and I would never sleep with that guy because that's fucked up. I just want advice from you guys. I feel like you could help me out because she was like my sister and we would do everything together and be together every day and she was my rock and now it's gone and it still hurts me to this day and I've reached out to her trying to be friends again and she would say I'm still healing. It made me feel like I did something worse than that that I did. So I need some advice from you guys and I've attached some pictures. Okay, love you. Bye. Aww. Um, that just sounds like a foundation for a not healthy friendship at all. I don't think that you guys should be sleeping with the same men. Yeah, I was gonna say there's <laughs> that line. There's definitely a line. Yeah. Um, but I feel like she, meaning your friends, if she thought it was an issue, a she shouldn't have pushed him on you. Like she shouldn't have like. Yeah. You know, um, B. If she thought if she thought it was a little more serious then I think she should have said it and not just ended a friendship and told you six months later. You know, like, if she thought it was an issue, like, I personally would never sleep with somebody that my best friend slept with. Absolutely especially not. within a close proximity of time. Like, no. I am not judging you for it. I'm just saying that if this is something that you and her were doing, if she didn't like it, she should have said something 
before ending a friendship over it. That's true. In, in my opinion, you know, like she can't be going around with it. Like she's talking to all these guys. Yeah, it's no big deal. You're 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 with him. I'm with him. Whatever. And then toss a friendship out the window. She probably caught feelings. Yeah, she must have caught feelings for that one guy mm-hmm. that you had slept with, <laughs> and they got her feeling some sort of way. Yeah. Again, communication. She should have said it before she got her feelings all involved. You know. Yeah. I just but, think that um, you tried. You reached out. She's healing. It's just a messy situation to put the both of you in. So mm-hmm. just understand that it's not like, it's not like, why can't we just move on and get over it? It's like, that's a big deal, you know, that is going to take some time for her to heal from. And like you said, she felt differently about it. You didn't see it as a big deal. She did. So you just have to respect that she feels that way. Mm-hmm. And that's it. You you guys, you know, put yourselves in a position that can cause turmoil. And it did. What? Oh, no, my phone is just being oh. annoying. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that would be, be my advice. Just give her her space. Yeah. Plus, I mean, she, you did reach out. She said she's healing. Right. You have a boyfriend now who has a son and you have kitty cats and it looks like you guys have a place together. I would just focus my attention on that. Mm-hmm. And if she comes around sort of understanding like, Hey, I have some, um, responsibility in this friendship falling apart too because i should have said something then great then maybe you could rekindle your friendship you know like but if not i don't think you should dwell on it because you're only like you're wasting time focusing on something that she doesn't even want anymore where you could be putting energy towards something like a new friend or more you know for your boyfriend or whatever or yourself yeah you know that's going to be wasted energy if you're trying to have a friendship you know we just did that other episode about like put in what you're getting back like if you're not receiving back from something some sort of relationship then that's not the relationship for you mm-hmm. you know agree agree well thank you all for listening today i hope you enjoyed this episode um if you liked it We'll be back on Thursday. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a great fucking rest of your week. Get it together, honey bun. Drink your water. Put on your skincare. Put on some chapstick. I know you got crusty lips. No, i <laughs> I need some chapstick right now. That's why I'm saying that. <laughs> but I hope that you put some time into you this week. And I hope that you enjoy the shit out of it. I love you so damn much. And I cannot wait to talk to you all on Thursday. Okay, love you. Bye.